You're listening to the best breakfast show in the An award-winning money man. Um, he's an award-winning CFP professional. He's an author. Um, he's the guy that we speak to. Good morning, Gerald. Welcome to the show, sir. Morning, morning, Deep topic today, hey. Staying, staying, for financial reasons. Are there any good? Are there any good reasons for staying, Gerald? Look, it's very difficult. It's easier said than done. A lot of people don't realize that marriage is the ultimate golden handcuff. Many people are in loveless, sexless, relationshipless marriages where there's nothing going on, Bongani. Yeah. If you're a man, sometimes you're in a situation where you want to leave, but you can't because you heard the other caller. You know, he wants his freedom, but you're even too broke to draw you understand, and you can't even, yeah. you know, get out of it. The other lady who's not working is so dependent on a man, she can't see a future. Now, many people will hide behind, we are doing it for the children. But the, the day of reckoning comes when the child the finishes matric, goes to varsity. And that's many times when divorces are triggered. 17, 18 years marriage, it's, a, it's often a divorce trigger point for those who couldn't get out earlier because there's no more reason to hang around because the children are gone. So mm-hmm. it's, it's easier said than done, Bongani. Um, there's no e- easy solution. What I normally say is before you get married, have those exit clauses in place. What's an exit clause? It's really about saying, get two properties before you get married and then get your matrimonial property when you are married. Gerald, that means that we in at love. any time, you need that, no, it means that any time you need to get out, there's a fallback position. For many people who are in this situation, it's too expensive to leave Bongani because you have to now maintain two households and you're struggling mm. to maintain one. So you're pretty much in it until forever. Um, so one of the things you can only do is protect yourself before you're in that situation. Financial ir- irresponsibility. We heard another caller saying that her spouse is useless with money and he, he's dragging her down. He slowed her down in life. Often you often get that very often in marriages. And that's why I say sit down with a financial planning professional. If you can see eye to eye, get a referee and fix the situation. But if you can't, you know, a lot of people's futures and destinies are stolen by love. And I also understand those who come and say love doesn't pay the bills. It's the month of love, but they will tell you that love does not pay the bills. So often you, you're trying to find that counterbalance of being someone you, you, who, you're being with someone who loves you, who sees your potential, who's there, who's got your back. But at the end of the day, you also want to progress and move forward. The question yeah. for is when do you draw the line? But the question is also, then why are we together? I mean, if we're not together for love, then what are we doing here, it's like, it's like It's like you must plan to break up before we get together. It's not planning to break up, but it's, it's a reality that people change and evolve over time. Yeah. What you like when you're 25 is not the same thing you like when you're 35 or 45. And people have to have those contingencies, unfortunately, even in marriage, especially if one partner is a business person, you need to be married out of community or property with a cruel. Otherwise, when you go down your ITC in your entire family, and here's your partner also going down the same road of suffering because of your poor judgment or decision, which you meant well, which sometimes didn't go well. And also the, the topic of secret accounts. You should have your own account. It's not a secret. Tell him, I've got my own bank account. Because in your budget, you give each other pocket money. What you do with each other's pocket money is your business. So if you're better at keeping it, it's fine. So you, you shouldn't hide money. I tell him, I've got an account where I put my pocket money. And we have a joint account where we manage our household expenses. The reason why I love Gerald, I think he, he, he always brings us to reality. You yeah. Know? 
just just listening to you now, G- Gerald. Uh, we've literally got thirty seconds. So based on what you are saying, when most of us get married, we actually unfinancially ready. Definitely not. Seek financial counsel before you get married. Have assets before you're married. Avoid being asset rich, cash poor when you are married. And when you need to get out, be honest with each other and find a fallback position. Staying in for the children is a noble, noble, noble cause. But you're living on an unlife. You're living, you're living miserable, and often it leads to leads to suicide and even depression. Listen, guys, Gerald has a website. You have to go and check it out, okay? It's called uh, What They Don't Want You to Know About Money, and he covers some of these things. He's also got a website, which is askgerald.co.za, and, of course, on Twitter, at AskGeraldCFP. Gerald, thank you for, for bringing us a reality check again on a Monday. Have a great day, sir. No, rea- reality is real, and I heard Lenoir was screaming, stay for the money. I bought Lenoir, but if I stay for the money, you must hey, go Gerald, out. Gerald, 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 Gerald. That was Nala. <laughs> oh, Nala. Thank you so much, Gerald. (laughs) So did you hear that? Asset rich, cash poor versus asset poor, cash rich. Too late. Hashtag the takeoff at Radio 2000 ZA on all social media platforms. Be part of an award winning team.